Hello, my name's Laura and this is German Grammar Pod. This podcast has the topics of reported speech, which is also known as indirect speech, and conjunctive eins, which is also sometimes known as subjunctive one, or somewhat misleadingly, as the present subjunctive. Reported speech is what you're using when, instead of quoting what someone said directly, as in, he said, I want to go on holiday, you report their speech instead. For instance, he said he wanted to go on holiday. The reason that this podcast is about reported speech and conjunctive eins is that conjunctive eins's main use is to express reported speech. However, conjunctive eins is not the only option you have in German for expressing reported speech. In this podcast, I'm therefore going to tell you about your options for expressing reported speech in German, and in particular, how to use conjunctive eins. Let's start with ways of expressing reported speech that aren't conjunctive eins. Firstly, the easiest and most neutral way to express reported speech is just to use the normal conjugated form of the verb, otherwise known as the indicative. I suggest that beginners do this and don't bother with anything else I talk about in this podcast. However, even for beginners, there's a bit more you need to know about this, because even here, the German approach and the English approach aren't quite the same in their use of tenses. Let's take some examples here. If you want to express, he said, I'm tired, in German, er sagte, ich bin müde. In English, you would say, he said he was tired, or he said that he was tired. In German, you would say, er sagte, dass er müde ist. There are two important things to notice here. Firstly, English swapped to the past tense, but German didn't. English reported the present tense statement made by someone in the past, in a past tense. German, on the other hand, mirrored the tense that the original sentence was said in and stuck to the present tense. Secondly, English had an option about whether to include the word that or not, whereas German had to include the German for that, the word das. This isn't for grammatical reasons. It's perfectly possible to say er sagte er ist müde in German. The problem is that that German sentence is ambiguous. Just using the normal present tense doesn't make it as clear in German that you're reporting speech as our switch of tense makes it in English. In the spoken language, without the das, it's impossible to tell whether you're reporting someone else's speech directly or indirectly. In other words, you can't tell if you're saying he said he was tired or he said he is tired. Where, just to be clear, in my second sentence, I was reporting one man directly quoting another saying he was tired. But what if you want to report different tenses? What if you want to report the directly quoted speech? He said, I was tired yesterday. Er sagte, ich war gestern müde. In English, you can either say he said he was tired yesterday, or he said he'd been tired yesterday. Or the same sentences, but starting, he said that. In German, you simply keep the tense the statement was made in, but you have to insert a das. So you get, er sagte, dass er gestern müde war. The same applies to the future tense. In English, the that is optional, but you switch from, he said I will be tired after the concert, to, he said he would be tired after the concert, or he said that he would be tired after the concert. In German, again, you keep the tense, but you have to include the das, so you get, 
er sagte, ich werde nach dem Konzert müde sein, turning into. Er sagte, dass er nach dem Konzert müde sein wird. Simple, huh? You make sure you say, er sagte das, rather than just er sagte, and you stick to the same tense the original utterance was made in. So, what's all this Konjunktiv 1 business about? Konjunktiv 1 is a verb form that shows the speaker's attitude to what's being said. We call this a mood. So, whereas a tense is a form of a verb that shows what time situation is being referred to, for instance, the past or the future, a mood shows an attitude. The indicative, the normal form of the verb, is completely neutral. It doesn't express any attitude towards what you're saying. Konjunktiv 1, on the other hand, highlights the fact that you're reporting what someone else said, and that by implication, as you're only reporting someone else's comment, you can't be certain about whether what you're reporting is true or not. It's a little like saying, he said he was tired yesterday, but I can't tell you any more than that. I'm simply reporting what he said. Or possibly a bit like saying, he claimed he was tired, rather than he said he was tired. It's not exactly that you're trying to cast doubt on what was said, more you're highlighting that it was someone else's statement, rather than something you have researched yourself and found to be true. The place you'll most often see or hear Konjunktiv 1 is in the news, in newspapers and on the radio or TV. It doesn't get used that much in normal spoken German, as it's considered quite a formal way of expressing things. This makes sense if you think about it. The people who are most likely to want to make an effort to both be formal and distance themselves a bit from what they're reporting people have said are journalists. The other place it comes up is informal writing, like essays. And as I hear it's part of the A-level syllabus, I guess this means that people taking A-level should use conjunctive eins if they want to report speech in essays. However, this also means that you only need to learn conjunctive eins if you're at a point where understanding the news is becoming a realistic possibility, or if you want to write higher level essays in German. In other words, beginners, there's no need for you to know how to do this. And intermediate learners, you probably only need at most to be able to recognize conjunctive eins, unless you're planning to take an exam which includes conjunctive eins in the syllabus. And I positively recommend against using it in normal spoken German as you'll always be right with the indicative, and could sound a bit overly formal with Konjunktiv 1. So, how do you form Konjunktiv 1? Let's start with the most useful form of Konjunktiv 1, the one that you use with the third person singular. That's the er, sie and s form of the verb, as this is the only one you're likely to see or hear, and the only one you're likely to use. What you do is start with the verb stem. The verb stem is the bit you're left with if you take the infinitive, then knock off the en on the end, or just the n if there is no e. So for instance, ge is the stem of gehen, to go. Hab is the stem of haben, to have. And werd is the stem of werden, will. Then, to get the er, sie and s conjunctive eins form, you simply add an e. So you get er sagte, er gehe nach Hause. He said he was going home. Sie sagte, dass sie Angst habe. She said that she was scared. Notice that unlike when I used the indicative, that's the normal form of the verb, I could choose whether I wanted to use das or leave it out, as using conjunctive eins meant there was no ambiguity. 
I was clearly reporting speech. Indeed, that's the feature of Conjunctive Eins I've always found the most handy for writing German and the most of a nuisance for translating German into English. You can just keep going with Conjunctive Eins and it shows that you're still reporting what someone else said. Whereas in English, you have to keep adding in he saids and she saids to make sure people realise you're still reporting what someone else said rather than making your own comment. However, back to how you form the verb. There is one exception to how you make the third person singular conjunctive eins form, and that's for the most common verb of all, sein, to be. Instead of adding an e to the end of the stem, you just use the stem, sei. So for instance, you get, sie sagte, sie sei müde. She said she was tired. But what about if you're not reporting a sentence that was said in the present tense? What if you're reporting, she said I saw my sister yesterday, or she said, I'll see my brother tomorrow. That's actually relatively easy. Anything in the past goes into the perfect tense. That's the er hat es getan tense. Only instead of er hat, the indicative form, you use er habe, the conjunctive eins form. So you get, sie sagte, sie habe ihre Schwester gestern gesehen. She said she saw her sister yesterday. In German, it doesn't matter which form of the past tense the original sentence was said in. The reported speech always goes into the perfect tense. So, sie sagte, ich habe meine Schwester gestern gesehen. Sie sagte, ich sah meine Schwester gestern. And sie sagte, ich hatte meine Schwester gestern gesehen. All get reported as, sie sagte, sie habe ihre Schwester gestern gesehen. Intermediate and advanced learners may be asking themselves, what about verbs that form the past tense with sein? For instance, ich bin gegangen, I have gone, literally, I am gone. Simple, instead of using habe, you use sei. So it's, er sagte, er sei gestern zum Arzt gegangen. He said that he went to the doctor yesterday. And like with haben, it doesn't matter whether his original statement was Ich bin gestern zum Arzt gegangen, Ich ging gestern zum Arzt, or Ich war gestern zum Arzt gegangen. The conjunctive eins form is always Er sagte, er sei gestern zum Arzt gegangen. The future works in a similar way. You add in werde, the conjunctive eins form of werden. So, sie sagte, ich werde meinen Bruder morgen sehen, she said, I'll see my brother tomorrow, becomes, sie sagte, sie werde ihren Bruder morgen sehen. Or, alternatively, because German can use the present tense to talk about the future, you just stick with the present tense and say, sie sagte, sie sehe ihren Bruder morgen. But what about the forms of conjunctive eins for the other personal pronouns? Well, they all take the infinitive stem too, and they all also add letters on the end. Indeed, they add a very similar set of letters to the indicative form. The ich form adds an e, just like the indicative. The do form adds est, whereas the indicative just ends in st. And unlike conjunctive eins, relatively often undergoes a vowel change in the stem. As I was just saying, the er, sie, s form adds an e, making it the most radically different from the indicative form, as not only does the indicative form typically add a t, it also often undergoes vowel change. The ear form of conjunctive eins adds et, 
whereas the indicative just adds t. And the wir, zu formal and z they forms all add an en, just like the indicative does. So, to run through with the example of geben, lining them up in the order indicative conjunctive eins, that's ich gebe and ich gebe, du gibst but du gebest, er sie es gibt but er sie es gebe, wir geben and wir geben, er gebt but er gebet, sie geben and sie geben, and sie geben and sie geben. The only exception to this is the verb sein, which is different on two counts. Firstly, it doesn't follow the same pattern of endings and conjunctive eins as the other verbs. And secondly, its stem, sei, doesn't get used in the indicative. So with sein, all the conjunctive eins forms are different from the indicative. So you get ich sei, du seist, er sie es sei, wir seien, ihr seid, sie seien, sie seien. So what do German speakers do? How do they know whether an indicative or conjunctive eins form is meant for the conjugations where it's identical? That's ich, wir, sie you formal and sie they. Well, if you did use the conjunctive eins form of any of those, people would just think you were using the indicative. Now, most of the time that's fine. It's okay to use the indicative to report reported speech in most circumstances. You've just got to remember to start with er sagte das rather than just er sagte. But sometimes you don't want to use the indicative, perhaps because you're writing something really formal, or because you're being tested on your ability to use conjunctive eins. What then? Well, the rule in German is that whenever conjunctive eins is identical to the indicative, then you should replace it with conjunctive zwei. Conjunctive zwei is the mood I talked about in my podcasts about the conditional. Back then, I said that there were only eight verbs that were regularly used in their conjunctive zwei form. All the others formed the conditional with Wörter plus their infinitive. Now, this is true for the conditional, particularly in informal spoken German. But it's not true for reported speech in formal contexts, such as news reports. And reporters will use all sorts of conjunctive zwei forms to express reported speech. With weak verbs, that's regular verbs, the ones that follow the standard pattern. The conjunctive zwei form is the same as the simple past, the ich tat, I did form. Unfortunately, there is no simple rule for how to form conjunctive zwei with strong verbs. That's the irregular ones, which are really common in everyday language. All I can say to help you with the strong verbs is that the conjunctive zwei form, for instance, kämen or könnten, very often involves an umlaut one of those letters with two little dots above it. And, as far as I know, all of them follow the same pattern as Wurden in terms of the endings you use to conjugate them. This might help you recognise them when you see them, but it's not going to help you form them. But, there's some good news here. Although you'll hear journalists using all sorts of single-word conjunctive zwei forms, you're not obliged to do so yourself. Do you remember the Wörter plus the infinitive form of conjunctive zwei I told you about in my podcast on the conditional? Well, it's becoming increasingly common to use that in reported speech too. There are some teachers who would consider it wrong to use this two-word form, but many do find it acceptable, and it is far easier than trying to memorise all the single-word conjunctive zwei forms for strong verbs. 
However, this usage of burden plus an infinitive to report speech also has a negative side for native English speakers. If someone else uses it to report speech, the result can easily sound to English ears as if the speaker were trying to report something that was said in the conditional or in the future. For instance, er sagte, er würde nicht alleine kommen. Literally, he said he would not come alone. The problem is that this literal translation isn't necessarily right. But then again, nor is it necessarily wrong. The German phrase could actually mean any of three things. One, he said, I'm not coming alone. Two, he said, I won't come alone. Or three, he said, I wouldn't come alone. The problem for English speakers is that er sagte, er würde nicht alleine kommen sounds for us as if we can translate it into he said he wouldn't come alone, which for us sounds like option two, he said I won't come alone, or option three, he said I wouldn't come alone. But in actual fact, the German could mean any of those things, and knowing this, a German native speaker would work out from the context which one was meant. Indeed, a native English speaker wouldn't have any difficulty with the fact that he said he wouldn't come alone could itself relate to either of two different pieces of speech. But the fact that the German could mean even more things still causes native English speakers problems. In practice, what it means is that advanced learners should try and remember that if you do come across reported speech involving a Wörter, this needn't in fact be reporting a conditional or future tense but could just as easily be reporting something that was said in the present tense. I would even go so far as to say that you should consider this possibility before you consider whether a future or conditional might be being reported. Once you take this approach, some authors who do report speech in this way make a lot more sense. Now, the official rule that native German speakers learn is that you should use Konjunktiv 2 to replace Konjunktiv 1 wherever Konjunktiv 1 is the same as the indicative. But, in practice, use of Konjunktiv 2 is a bit more widespread than that. Konjunktiv 2 often gets used to report speech in spoken German, especially when reporting something that was said in the past or future tense. For instance, sie sagte, sie hätte es verstanden. She said she had understood. Or, er sagte, er würde zum Arzt gehen. He said he would go to the doctor. Konjunktiv 2 also gets used in preference to Konjunktiv 1 in places where a lot of reported speech is reported in one go. Also, although the do and ihr forms of Konjunktiv 1 are distinct from the indicative form, the Konjunktiv 1 form of these sounds particularly formal and rather stilted in German, so there's a tendency to use Konjunktiv 2 instead anyhow. In fact, that generally seems to be the case with Konjunktiv 1. It sounds very formal in German, and native German speakers are often uncomfortable about using too much of it. So the more you use of it, the more odd and stilted it begins to sound. Rather like if you put together too many phrases along the lines of on condition he avoid alcohol in English. For instance, I'll let him come on the condition that he avoid alcohol, that he provide the cash he promised, and that he be well behaved at his sister's wedding. The more often you use the verb form in a row, and the less standard a phrase you use it for, the more formal your speech sounds, and the more a lot of speakers start to wonder if they really should be using this particular form of the verb. One final thing very advanced learners might like to know is that some German speakers perceive a difference between the attitude expressed by using Konjunktive 1 and Konjunktive 2 to express reported speech. Their perception 
is that Konjunktiv 2 distances you even further from the speech you're reporting than Konjunktiv 1. So you end up with a situation where using an indicative is neutral and doesn't show any attitude to the speech you're reporting. Using Konjunktiv 1 suggests that the speaker is just reporting what they heard. He can't vouch for the contents. And using Konjunktiv 2 suggests that neither the person reporting the speech nor the person who said it in the first place are certain if what they said was true. However, given that you only have a choice between all three options for reporting speech for the he, she and it forms, this isn't a distinction you can draw consistently. And I suspect that the difference between using Konjunktive 1 and Konjunktive 2 doesn't boil down to very much. It's the difference between the indicative and using either of the Konjunktives that's of key importance. So, to sum up, reporting speech in German is a bit of a mess. The simple and neutral thing to do is to report speech in the indicative, the normal form of the verb, in the same tense that the speech was said. This is never inappropriate in spoken German, although you do have to remember to say er sagte das rather than just er sagte, so that your sentence isn't ambiguous. Beginners, don't worry about forgetting the das. People will still be able to work out what you meant just fine. It's simply the case that it is correct and unambiguous to do it with the das, which is why intermediate and advanced learners should try and remember to do this. In fact, you don't need conjunctive eins at all until your German is advanced enough to watch or read the news. If you do start watching the news, it pays to be able to recognise the third person singular conjunctive eins form. That's the er, sie or s part of the verb, as this is the one that's far and away the most likely to be used. You make this form by taking the infinitive stem, then adding an e on the end. Except with sei, where you don't add an e. In fact, because of this simple, regular change to the verb to make the third person singular form of conjunctive eins, it's actually not too difficult to write essays using conjunctive eins to report speech. All you do is add an e to the infinitive stem to get the third person singular form. Or, in the case of sein, stick with sei. You also stick to the same tense that the speech you're reporting was said in, with the exception of the past tense, where any past tense is reported in the perfect tense. That's the ich habe es getan tense. So, it's a good trick to try and stick with reporting third-person singular speech in essays, so that conjunctive eins is the correct form to use. If you have to veer away from that, things get messier. This is because for most personal pronouns, specifically ich, wir, sie, they, and sie, you formal, conjunctive eins is identical to the indicative, and you're supposed to switch into conjunctive zwei instead which opens up a whole new can of worms. Although for regular verbs, conjunctive zwei is the same as the simple past, the ich tat form, for irregular verbs, there's no simple rule. The good news is that it's increasingly acceptable to use Wörter plus the infinitive instead of the one-word conjunctive zwei form to report speech. So, if you find yourself needing to use conjunctive zwei, this is a good option. The bad news is that this can be very confusing for native English speakers when other people do it. This is because Wörter plus an infinitive sounds like it's used to report people speaking in the future tense, or people using the conditional. And, indeed, using Wörter plus an infinitive is the correct way to report either of these. However, you can also use Wörter plus the infinitive to report people speaking in the present tense. So. Advanced learners should try and bear this in mind when reading or listening to other people reporting speech in conjunctive zwei.
Advanced learners might also like to bear in mind that native German speakers find conjunctive eins very formal and therefore often favour conjunctive zwei over conjunctive eins, even when the conjunctive eins form is different from the indicative. At the same time, there's a tendency to perceive conjunctive zwei as distancing the speaker further from the reported speech than conjunctive eins, although I suspect that most choices between conjunctive eins and conjunctive zwei, where conjunctive eins is genuinely an option, are based more around discomfort with conjunctive eins than a real intention by the speaker to distance themselves further from the speech they're reporting. Well, anyhow, that was it for German Grammar Pod this time. My thanks as ever to Martin Klaus for his native speaker help. You can find transcripts of all my podcasts and grammar tables relating to most of them at sites.google.com slash site slash German Grammar Pod. You can also listen to the podcasts directly on your computer or read comments and tips by other readers or add your own comments at germangrammarpod.blogspot.com. If you have any areas you'd like me to cover in future podcasts or if you've been waiting for me to cover a topic I mentioned in the past but I still haven't got round to it, please send me an email at germangrammarpod at yahoo.co.uk. Having asked if listeners were interested in me making a podcast on when to say do or ear and when to say z, I only got one response, so I'm not currently planning to make a podcast on it. My current plan instead is to do adjectival nouns in my next podcast. Anyhow, that's it for this time, so for now, it's goodbye and thanks for listening.